Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and I am very excited to bring you some more information on how we can use our minds and our thoughts to change our entire health, our life, our success, and everything. We are continuing our talks with Dr. Bruce Lipton. Now, this final installment, so the last like 10 episodes has been, we have Dr. Dispenza talking about sustainability, finding momentum and synchronicity in our lives. We have multiple talks on Dr. Bruce Lipton um, urging us to really put our thoughts and our perception in perspective and changing our negative perceptions into positive perceptions in hopes to change our overall health. And this can help our sobriety. We did, we covered um, hailing sounds from the um, whales, the humpback whales. Um, we talked about recentering ourselves. We did recentering meditations. We also addressed. Um, the coronavirus and how we need to maintain our health and our focus um, in recovery during this pandemic. And I want to close this all out with an eight-minute talk from Dr. Bruce Lipton where he really brings it all into perspective. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Bruce Lipton wrote multiple books on this subject, The Biology of Belief, the honeymoon effect, the wisdom of the cells. And these are really recondite scientific books that really breaks down how on a cellular level, our thoughts and perceptions can affect our lives. And I'm really excited to bring this to you because before I... I, I, I ran into Dr. Bruce Lipton just by research, just listening to other podcasts. Um, um, and then I read his book about seven years ago, The Biology of Belief, and it really just changed my whole perception and how I dealt with my recovery. And the thing is, at that time, it was just like, you know, you talk to one person, you hear something here and you go get the book. Um, and now I'm able to bring it to you guys. But over the years... He's really able to really break down this information, this complex scientific laboratory um, research into really digestible ways for us. And it's like the most complex thoughts and the most cutting edge research that's really fundamentally the most simplest concepts you could ever really grasp. And these simple concepts that come from a complex origin can really transform our entire lives. And I'm really happy I could bring it to you in these little short nuggets and these short installments. So you guys could take years of research and we could condense the really most vital points into like 10 to like 10 minute segments, two minute segments and so on. So as we bring this all to a close, I really want you guys to walk away with a couple of things. Stress. Number one driver of death, number one killer, number one cause of addiction, number one cause of mental health issues, stress, fear, stress-related fear, fear-related stress, number one cause of all of these negative things, anxiety, all of these things, fear, stress, anxiety, all contribute to disease, all contribute to mental health um, issues all contribute to our addictions 
and our overall quality of life. If we can reverse these things and put them in perspective, we win, period. All right. You're listening to the Sober's Dope podcast. I'm trying to the whole point of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is I don't have time to waste in my personal life and I would never waste your time. I'm trying to bring you guys real tools, things that you could use forever, things that could just take you beyond recovery and into like abundance and spiritual transcendence and health. And I want to help us change and really live a quality of life, a high quality of life. I want us to get to that next level with confidence. And that's why I spend so much time on the podcast and doing all of this research and bringing you things from all around the world that help me become a better person. This is it. If you guys could take this seriously, this is eight minutes of your life when you listen to Dr. Bruce Lipton break down fear and stress and what it does to our body. If you could take this seriously, Take notes. Do not listen to this without a pen and pad. If you're driving in your car, make mental notes and jot them down later. All right. We talked about something called the telomere effect, um, and it, and and this is how our stress, our diets, our sleep patterns, and everything contribute to our overall mortality. If you change your uh, um, behavior patterns and, and to more positive behavior patterns, you can impact your longevity and mortality. You can live a longer, more youthful, vibrant life if you change, meaning that if you change your diet, you change your mindset, you reduce stress, you get sleep, you do all of these positive things. The more negative things you do, the more impact and negative, negative impact it has on your health, right? The more stress we hold on to, the more fear we hold on to, the more anxiety we hold on to, it really manifests as a negative and really deteriorating um, health component. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm done. I don't want to talk about this no more. I'm passing the baton back to Dr. Bruce Lipton, who I love. Go get his books, The Biology of Belief, The Honeymoon Effect, and The Wisdom of Yourselves. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is real deal. Now, please take this seriously. It could transform your recovery. It could transform your health, and it could certainly transform your life. This is a promise, all right? I love you all. Please enjoy, and I'll catch you on the other side. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now it turns out that stress, uh, the problem that fear generates, stress, is responsible for up to 90% of all disease. We have to learn to let go of the fear. Consciousness needs to change. It's the chronic fear chemistry itself that is the cause of the problem. Change your mind, you change the chemistry, and therefore you become empowered. I'd like to discuss today the concept of how fear influences our biology. What we understand from the nature of epigenetics is that the composition of the blood 
is actually what controls our genetic activity. That the composition of that blood, the chemistry of it, is based on the perceptions that we hold in our mind. And when we start to hold a perception of fear, we release different chemistry in the blood to prepare us to protect ourselves from the fear that we believe is going to affect us. So I go, well, what happens? I say, when we hold a picture of fear, one of the things that happens is that we start to get mobilized to forget our body to respond to that fear. And most of us know that mobilization is related to the adrenal system, the fight or flight system built into our body. So I say, well, what happens physiologically when we're experiencing fear in our mind? And the answer is the brain releases elements such as stress hormones as cortisol or norepinephrine, as well as agents that affect the immune system, such as histamine or cytokines. I go, so what is the collective response of the chemistry of fear in the blood? And the answer is it redirects the flow of energy in our body. Understand this, that the blood is controlling the energy because that's where all the nutrients and the resources are. And normally, when we're not in fear, the blood is more or less concentrated in our viscera, the organs that uh, actually help the body grow and repair itself and maintain itself. So the blood energy is now being used to maintain our biology. However, if we live in fear, such as the old concept of being chased by a saber-toothed tiger, the question is, where do you want the blood? Well, since the adrenal system helps us in fight or flight, the adrenal system is going to redirect the blood flow into the arms and legs because those are the organs that we use to escape the fear. So the first thing that happens when fear is present in our mind is that the stress hormones go in the blood. They actually cause the blood vessels in the gut to shut down. Why? Because we don't need to use the energy to grow and maintain the body when we're chased by that tiger. When the blood vessels in the gut squeeze shut, the blood is now forced to the arms and legs, which are necessary for the fight or flight response. And it's interesting because in a state of fear, some people experience what are called butterflies in the stomach. Uh, that butterflies in the stomach is the physiological consequence of the stress hormones causing the blood vessels to squeeze shut in the gut, pushing the blood to the arms and legs and that's where we need the energy of the system so number one when you're living in fear you shut down the growth and maintenance of the body as you prepare for fight or flight Number two, there's another effect as well, and that is when fear hormones are put in the body, again, we want to conserve all the energy possible to run away from that tiger. So we shut down any mechanism that is not necessary in a fight or flight response. This is particularly important in regard to the immune system. The immune system is like an internal adrenal system. The immune system protects me from threats on the inside. The immune system uses a lot of energy, as you well know, because if you've ever been sick, you realize how little energy you have. You may not even have enough energy to get out of bed. So the significance here is important. When the stress hormones are released in the body to conserve the energy for a fight or flight, the stress hormones shut down the immune system. Uh, and this is very vital because the usage of that energy by the immune system is so high it would interfere with the fight or flight response. So a significant aspect is this. Not only do we redirect the flow of blood away from the viscera, which maintains our body, we also inhibit the immune system, which is protecting the interior of our body. 
Now, if it's just a run away from a saber-toothed tiger 10 minutes uh, and you escape the tiger, then the system can return to normal. But what happens in chronic fear, the fear of life of every day that we're not being supported? The answer is this, then chronically we are shutting down the maintenance of the body, which opens us up to infections and inflammations and all other problems. And while we're open to those infections, guess what? We also now shut down the immune system, which is protecting us from those infections. So when I say we shut down the growth of the maintenance of the body, we shut down the immune system, for a 10-minute escape from a tiger, no problem. But in today's world, stress is not 10 minutes, it's 24-7, 365. What is the consequence of a long duration of living in fear? And the answer is the body starts to become sick and starts to fall apart. It now turns out that stress, uh, the problem that fear generates, stress, is responsible for up to 90% of all disease. And so while we were thinking genes were causing the diseases, no, it's the consequence of stress and the chemical consequence of that, shutting down growth, shutting down the immune system, opens up the body for a failure. And this is why disease is the result of chronic fear. So the relevance is this, we have to learn to let go of the fear. We have to recognize that most of the fear is just programming people scaring us with beliefs about this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And when we hold those beliefs in our mind, those beliefs are translated into the chemistry of stress, which then impacts the body in a very negative way. So consciousness needs to change. We have to stop the fear thoughts. We have to switch into healthier thoughts. So if there's a picture of fear, this is actually debilitating you. So in your mind, every time a fear comes up, if you change it into some other story, change it into some other vision, change it into visions of happiness, joy, anything you would rather do, because the fear itself is the cause of the illness. And the fear is the result of consciousness. And it's not actually real in most cases. It's a belief. And if we change that belief surrounding the fear, we are then empowered to return back to a healthy, vital system where the blood is flowing back into the viscera, maintaining us, and the inhibitions on the immune system are stopped. And in this process, we can then have a life of full health and happiness, especially when you recognize that over 90% of the diseases facing this planet are all coming from fear. It's up to us. We can change the fear. You consciously must redirect that fear and change it by replacing it with thoughts of love, happiness, joy, health, and all those wonderful visions. Because in that mindset, the chemistry will actually enhance your vitality. It's chronic fear chemistry itself that is the cause of the problem. Change your mind, you change the chemistry and therefore you become empowered to survive and thrive.